Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Do-over, mulligan, fancy words for second chance. We all appreciate it when someone offers us a do-over after we've messed up. Learn how to harness the power of the mighty mulligan in your parenting. Because, face it, parenting is difficult, but we all want to do right by our kids. We all want to improve our parenting so our kids will turn into the best version of themselves and continue growing for the rest of their lives. For the next four weeks, I'll show you how taking care of ourselves helps us take better care of our kids. When we know our strengths and weaknesses, we can improve our interactions with others. And I'd call that a win for everyone. I'll start with a story about a time I was at the end of my rope. You can probably relate. Mom, I'm hungry. When can we eat? Sarah tugged on my sleeve. I grunted a non-reply and tried to make up my mind. Is it something expensive in the airport? Or find a place to eat once we had our rental car and headed towards my brother-in-law's home. I looked at the menu posted in a restaurant window and sighed. The prices taunted my pocketbook like the aroma of the warm food teased my nostrils. With three of us to feed, hospital bills piling higher than my knees, and unexpected expenses for this trip, I couldn't spend money for us to eat at an airport restaurant. Mom, I'm hungry too, Laura joined in. We can't eat here. It's too expensive, I snapped. We'll just have to eat at Taco Bell once we get on the road. Do you know where it is? Sarah wanted to know. No, but I'll find one. A hard, unkind voice I heard startled me. Then it made me mad. I jerked my suitcase handle and demanded, Grab your suitcases and let's get a move on. I practically sprinted down the terminal towards the rental car area, scarcely looking behind me to make sure Laura and Sarah followed me. And then... I felt even worse. What kind of parent marches off and almost leaves their eight- and nine-year-old kids behind? And that made me matter. I slowed my pace until they caught up and then admonished them for falling behind before marching off again. Cancer made me mad. Traveling on an empty stomach made me mad. Worrying about Pedro's health and how to pay for everything made me mad. I glanced back to see if the girls still followed. They did. Tearfully. Not my finest parenting moment. I had ruined a joyous occasion. They hadn't seen their daddy for a month. Pedro had circled the drain for weeks, but God stepped in with a mighty miracle, and he was on the mend. For the first time in my life, I wished I could have a do-over as a parent. And then I realized that I could. After all, I was the parent. I'm sorry, girls, I said. I'm hungry and grumpy and not being very nice. Can we have a do-over? They both nodded, shocked. I read confusion in their faces. I tried to elaborate. You know, a mulligan, a do-over. Their sweet faces seemed frozen and stiff. Perhaps they wondered if I'd gone around the bend. Let's pretend we just arrived at the airport, I explained. We'll do this whole scene over again. Their mouths closed, and they looked around in bewilderment. All right, I enthused. I sounded fake to my own ears, but hoped it would work. We've made it to San Francisco, and in less than two hours, you'll get to see Daddy. They smiled at me quizzically. I kept on, determined to do this horrible scene over. 
Who needs food? We all raised our hands. Okay, let's get our rental car and find a Taco Bell. Will it have a talking trash can? Sarah wondered. Her question made my smile genuine. Let's find out. Five hacks for using a mulligan. Asking for a do-over or a mulligan means we suffer from the common curse, humanity. We all make mistakes and need second chances. When we humbly ask for a do-over from our children, we teach them the power of grace and second chances. These hacks will help you identify when you need to ask for a do-over and how to extend the same grace to family members. Hack number one, mulligan or do-over. You decide. Decide as a family what you'd like to call second chances in your family. You could read David Puckett's book, Mr. DeVore's Do-Over, to your family as a springboard for the concept. If you like the word do-over better, use that term. If the word mulligan makes your kids giggle and your golf-loving spouse remember the concept, use it. Call it a take-two if you want. Watch bloopers or outtakes of scenes actors had to do over and over to get it right. I'll share a family-friendly link to bloopers from Monsters, Inc. in the show notes. Whatever you do, make sure you explain to everyone in the family the concept of calling for a second chance. It will take practice for everyone to remember to ask and receive one. Hack number two, know when to use a do-over. Only the people involved in a scene really know when they've messed up or think they can do better. If you don't think about when to use a do-over, you may miss your opportunity. Brainstorm a list of events where a do-over would have been nice or probably changed the outcomes of the situation. Prime mulligan times in my life include any time I'm hungry or tired. I get hangry and don't even realize it. This little bit of self-awareness has helped me modulate my tone and reactions. And if I fail at that, I know I can always ask for a mulligan. Hack number three, own up to your part. It doesn't matter who got off on the wrong foot. It takes both action and reaction to cause a tense situation. Your kids won't think you're weak if you confess to grumpiness, anger, tiredness, or discouragement. Honesty about your feelings will model emotional awareness to your child. I'll leave a link in the show notes for more about emotional awareness. What you do with your bad mood will help your child understand that we can overcome bad moods. Start by stating your part. I'm sorry. This conversation isn't turning out the way I want it to. I feel and insert whatever emotion you're feeling, and I want to do better. Can we have a do-over? Hack number four. Relationships, like sports, take practice. Whether you play golf, run, do aerobics, or play tennis, you've probably realized that if you want to improve, you have to practice. I suffer from perfectionism, and I hate to admit when I'm wrong, but each time I admit my mistakes and ask for a do-over, I build neural pathways that will make it a little easier to do the next time around. Hack number five, accept a do-over even if you don't feel like it. I confess when someone asks me for a do-over, I don't always jump at the chance. My angry feelings make me feel justified in my behavior. The other person's behavior may confirm what I already thought about that person, and I may not want to change my opinion. I don't know if everyone feels this way or if it's just me. But I have to remember that Jesus told his followers that since they have received freely, they must give freely. That's found in Matthew 10, 8. God offers us countless mulligans and do-overs, and if we want to follow in his footsteps, we need to cultivate a willingness to do the same. Do-overs will help you parent through the teen years, too. Years later, I asked Laura and Sarah if they remembered this incident. They didn't. 
but I did. I used the do-over numerous times during the surly stages of their teenage years. The whole do-over system helped me discover that whiny voices and petulant pouting triggered a negative reaction in me. And then I could deal with it better. As much as I'd like to report that I parented perfectly or that I never snapped at my kids again, I can't. I did discover a powerful tool to extend and receive grace, though. And you can, too. Don't forget the five hacks for using a mulligan. Hack number one, decide as a family what you'd like to call it. And then talk about using it. Hack number two, brainstorm ideas on your own or with your family on when to use a do-over. Hack number three, own up to your part of the problem. Hack number four, remember that relationships, like sports, take practice. Hack number five, accept a do-over even if you don't feel like it. Come back next week when I share with you the one thing every child needs to hear. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.